Amen. Well, it's already been a good place to be here this morning. Bless the Lord. I don't know if I need this or not. Yeah, I got a big mouth. Where's your body mouth? I'll turn you down there, brother. Just go ahead. I'll turn you down there. And if I get to hollering in this thing, I'll probably wake up people. Is that good right there? You too. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah. That's real good. I think we had it up from the same convention we had a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes them groups want to mess with stuff. <laughs> I could have listened to David go on for another hour. Yeah. Amen. Ain't nothing like good Holy Ghost preaching. And Amen. When you've got somebody that you know their life Amen. and, you, and you know who they are in the Lord. It's just, we love David and he's always been a blessing to us. Amen. But I was thinking... Brother Larry had contacted me a couple weeks ago. and uh-huh. I'm one of these people that I don't like to just come up here and be your run-of-the-mill preacher. Yeah. I don't want to be special. I don't want to do anything, and I won't do anything out of order because, you know, I'm a Bible preacher. I, if it's not in the Word of God, then I just, I'm not for it. That's right, brother. But I, I started praying, and there was a message that God gave me a long time ago, and I never really... Bless him. I never really preached it. But it's concerning the time that we're living in right now. And I'm wanting to lay a little little foundation here before I get into the... Well, I'll go ahead and read the Scripture. Blessing, Lord. Helping Jesus. Bless my brother, Lord. If you go to Jeremiah chapter 2. Amen. I'm going to read several scriptures here before we get right into it. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse number 13, it says, For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and they have hewn them out cisterns, broken cisterns, that can hold no water. Now jump over to verse 32. Blessing, Lord. It says, can a maid... Now, you was talking about the married to, to the Lord. Uh-huh. And I've got this wrote down here. So this is God. He confirmed everything right there when He stood up and obeyed the Lord this morning. Amen. Verse 32 says, Praise can a maid forget her ornaments or a bride her attire? Amen. Yet my people have forgotten me. Days without number. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Bless the Lord. Amos chapter 8, verse 11 and 12 says, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will send a famine in the land. Amen. Not a famine of bread or a thirst for water, Amen. but of hearing of the words of the Lord. Bless the Lord. Amen. And they shall wander from sea to sea and from the northeast and to the east. They shall run to and fro and seek the word of the Lord. Amen. And they shall not find it. Amen. Amen. Psalm 33 and 12 said, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Amen. People whom He has chosen for His own inheritance. Father, we come to You right now, Lord, and I ask God that You would anoint the the reading of Your Word, God. And we ask God for the anointing of the Holy Ghost to come down today, Father. Not a word from a human, but God, a word from the mouth of Almighty God. Amen. Lord, God inspired, God breathed, and Holy Ghost fueled. That's what we desire today, God. Without you, God, we're nothing. And I pray, God, that this this word would go forth and accomplish exactly what you sent it to do, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Bless you, Lord. If I would share a thought with you today, it would simply be we're dying in the land of plenty. Mm-hmm. Amen. Let that sink in for a minute. Dying in the land of plenty. So what do you mean, brother? Eddie, land of plenty. And I said I wanted to lay a little, little, I lay a little foundation right here. Bless this country that we're living in right now was once a God-fearing country. Yes, it was. Amen. And I got some things wrote down. I, I read a lot. I study a lot. I watch a lot of videos. I listen to a lot of preachers. Hey, bless and, 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 I, and I read a lot. 
So I'm not misinformed when it comes to things in the world. I, Brother Larry can attest to this. Me and him, we've talked on, on deep, deep issues before. And we're, I'm not a novice in this. I know some of you may not Amen. know me, but I didn't just start this last year. I've Amen. been in this thing for a while. Amen. So when I pour my heart out to you, I know what I'm talking about. Blessing, Lord. I've been through hell and high water. I know what it's like. I know what it's Blessing, like to not have food on the table. Amen. Not know where the next meal was Blessing, coming from. Lord. I know what it's like to get hurt by church people. Amen. I know what it's like to walk out into the world and try to live for Christ and get laughed at and ridiculed and made fun of. Praise so the Lord. I'm telling Bless you right now, we are living in a day and age right Amen. now that if the church of the body of Christ ever needed to stand up, it is now. Amen. Because we, right, we are living, David, in Bless a time Lord. right now like we've How never seen before. Bless you, Jesus. We're Amen. dying. The church Bless ain't dying. We can make this abundantly clear. The church is not dying. Amen. But society, that's right. We're dying in the land of plenty. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read this to you. Blessing, Lord. Help him, Jesus. Now, y'all know the story. I love history. I love Bless history, you. and I've always been a history kind of a nut. You know, people are talking him, about Lord. the Bible. Help him, Jesus. Say, oh, the Bible's just a book of history. I said, well, that's one book of history that I, I read a lot. <laughs> but I, I like the American history. And if you've been following the news headlines for the past four to five, six years, especially the last year, I want to remind you something about this, this country that we live in. Right here it says one of the early, one of the reasons the early settlers came to the New World, what, what America was considered the New World, was for religious freedom, something that was rare back in England, as all the people in England had to belong to the Church of England. Yes. Secondly, the English decided to move to America for the same reasons as the Spanish and the French, which was the desire for gold, wealth, and other riches. And lastly, the desire for land ownership. Blessing, Lord. They couldn't own land over there in a monarchy, or a, I think it's a parliamentary monarchy is what it's yes. called over in, in the UK. Amen. Amen. They, the king, the king and the queen owns it all, and uh, they just divvy it out as needed. Yes. And that's good if it works right, and there's no... You know, cheating in it. So when our father, forefathers settled in the new world, this was a new start, a new life, freedom, all founded on God. That's right, brother. The land of plenty. Amen. In fact, when you see the, the pictures and you read the history about when the pilgrims came over, and you find that when they had their Thanksgiving, there's a lot that went on that's, that's crooked. <laughs> Believe yes. me. Amen. I don't like the way they did the, uh, the Native Americans, but that's another message. Yes. But anyway, when they had their first Thanksgiving dinner, they had this thing called the cornucopia. Help him all. And people's like, what is a cornucopia? And I know when you see this, you, you see Thanksgiving pictures, it's like a horn. It's like a weave basket made out of uh, uh, wicker. Uh, and it was full of food. Fruits, and, yes. fruits, vegetables, all kinds of food in it. It was called the horn of plenty. Yes. Because they had left their, their, uh, their I don't know what you would call it, their bondage. Uh, like when the children of Israel came out of Egypt. They felt like when they were in England or the British that they were in bondage and they had to come for freedom over here. So that cornucopia or the horn of plenty was the illustration well, let's read on it here. Blessing. It says it's a horn-shaped wicker basket commonly used as a table centerpiece at Thanksgiving, a symbol of abundance and nourishment. Corna means horn and copia means plenty. That's Latin. Corna, copia, horn of plenty. And it symbolizes an abundant harvest. Long story short, they came over here for the freedom. This was their new land of plenty because there was gold here. There was freedom here. There's liberty here. There's everything that they needed right here in America. But somewhere along the lines over the, between 1776 and is now 2021, somewhere along the lines, this nation right here that happens to be a nation that turns their back on God. Uh, what does Psalms 9, chapter 9, verse 17 say? The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. Amen. We are dying in the land of plenty. Amen. I'm telling you right now, we need to get back to the horns of the Help. altar. 
And Jeremiah said it right here in chapter 2 with that text that I just read, that my people have committed two evils. Amen. Number one, they have forsaken me, the fountain of living water. Uh-huh. And number two, they've given them out cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. Amen. Does anybody know what a cistern is? Amen. Back in Bible times, they didn't have adequate water supplies for the places that they were living. Uh-huh. And they had drought seasons and they had rainy seasons. Yes. So what would they do for water? They would take a chisel, what I call a hammer and chisel, but it was much bigger than a hammer and chisel. Uh-huh. And they would hew and they would hammer out of a rock in the ground. Yes. And it would start out as a hole big enough for a human to crawl down in. Yes. And as they got down in there, they would wall it out and it kind of looked like an upside down light bulb, but huge. Uh-huh. And when the monsoons or the rainy seasons would come, that would that was called a system, it would hold water. If they didn't have that, they didn't have water during the drought, so they used the water during the rainy seasons to nourish themselves and their families through the drought. Mm-hmm. What God is saying here is that they have hewn them out cisterns, broken cisterns, that can hold no water. The best illustration that I know to give to make somebody today understand what I'm talking about is a swimming pool that's an in-ground swimming pool. Mm-hmm. Now, my, my, my cousin or my uncle and aunt had one years ago when Blessing I was 10, 11, 12 years old, and we'd always Jesus. go to their in-ground pool and Help swim. We couldn't afford that. Me, <laughs> yeah. We had the creek. That's where we swam at in the river. But we went down there and was swimming that pool, and I remember one season, he said that, they said that the pool, they're not going to be able to open it for a couple of weeks, maybe a month, because it's leaking. And In my kid mind, I'm thinking... How in the world does an in-ground pool leak? Uh-huh. You know, I can understand if it's above-ground water leak out. See, but as a kid, I didn't understand if there was a crack in the foundation, water would leak out through that. And that's the first thing come to my mind when I read this scripture here about a broken cistern. A lot of people's wondering, how can something that's in, in, in the ground hold water? If there's a crack in the foundation, that which is on the inside is going to leak out. And my God, if that won't preach. Mm-hmm. Amen. Too many people. Bless you done mentioned about modern churches. Too many people in modern churches, too many religified people nowadays Amen. have got a crack in their foundation. Yes, they the do. God that they used to have in their life is leaked out because they've given them out sisters, broken sisters, that can hold no water. My God. The cistern here is symbolic of a believer. A broken cistern is a symbolic of a believer with cracks in their life. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Preach it, brother. We can't hold no living Amen. water. Who Christ. is the living water? <laughs> Amen. Jesus Christ. He said, Amen. He that believeth on me as the Scripture hath said, out of, out of his, his belly shall, he shall flow rivers of, of living water. He spoke of the Spirit. If there's a crack in your foundation, there's no living water within you, out of your bellies. Amen. <laughs> ah, hallelujah Amen. to God. Amen. He spoke of the Spirit. John 7, 37, 38, he said, In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. There's that rock. (laughs) And he that believeth on me, as the Scripture hath said, out of his belly or his inner man or his cistern shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. John 4, 3-14 says as he left Judea and departed again into Galilee and he must needs go through Samaria. Amen. Then he cometh to a city of Samaria which is called Sychar uh-huh. near to a parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus therefore being wearied with his journey sat thus on the well and it was about the sixth hour and there come a woman of Samaria to draw water. Uh-huh. Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest me, askest of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with Samaria. This is the part I like. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that said unto thee, Give me to drink, thou would have asked him, and he would have gave thee living waters. Amen. So the woman said unto him, saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou this living water? Amen. Jesus said in verse 12, Art thou greater, or no, she said, Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well? 
and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle. And Jesus said unto them, Whoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. That's right, amen. But whoso drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I give him shall be in him a a well or a cistern Uh of water springing up into everlasting life. People's wells are drying up. Yes, they are. Amen. Our wells are drying up. Amen. And America is dying in the land of plenty. What was once a great nation, what was once the, the pivot of the world, it's still a great nation. And we're still worldwide, worldly Amen. and worldwide recognized. But morally, we've become so corrupt that there's Amen. no fire left in the body. Amen, preacher. Now, I'm not talking about the church. Amen. David's done Saturday this morning that the bride will always be on fire. The fire will never go out. There's a, there's a worship song that says, May the fire of, the, of my altar never burn out. Amen. Make me a house of prayer. Amen. That's what we need to get back to. And until we get back Bless to the old path, Jeremiah said in verse six, chapter 6, I believe it is, Seek out the old path where is the good way and you shall find rest for your souls. And the next sentence says, But they said, We will not walk there That's right. Same thing. They refuse. Amen. Same thing that the Amen. world is doing today in the face of God. Bless He's saying the old path is still real. Isaiah 35 calls it a way called holiness. There's a highway there. A highway called holiness. Brother, let me tell you, if you ain't on that highway, there ain't no good ending to the story. There ain't one of two places you will spend eternity in. Number one, and I'm going to preach it old school if that's all right. Number one, you'll be in the presence of God forever. You'll live eternally with Jesus. Or number two, you will burn in a place called hell. A place that's dead. It was made for the devil and for his angels. Amen. It wasn't made for you. It wasn't made for me. Amen. God makes you and me free of All we have to do is say, yes, God. I receive your free gift through the blood of Jesus. And I receive your gift of salvation. But if we don't, we're just the same as saying, God, I don't need you. Amen. And if you don't need God, guess what? That lake of fire is waiting for you. Amen. And that's Amen. as plain as I know how to put it. Amen. My God, these people, these people are to go to church every day. Yes. Or every church service. Bless him, Lord. Help they him. get up and sing Amen. in the sacred pulpit of God. Amen. They call it praise team. That's fine if you want to call it praise team, because that's what we're supposed to do is praise. Amen. Preach it, brother. There's preachers that get it behind the pulpit. Amen. Preach it, brother. That when they step out of the pulpit, they got one thing on their mind, and it ain't God. Amen. Amen, preacher. Amen, preacher. Preach it. Amen, preacher. They want to preach prosperity. Amen. We want to preach. Amen. Ear tickling. Amen. I had a preacher that was a pastor of a particular church somewhere. He told me one time, he said, I don't preach on hell. Bless said, that's him, fine, you know, I ain't going to disagree if you, uh, Listen, if that's not you, he said, well, I've never been there. He said, so I don't preach on it. Mm-hmm. Never been to heaven and I don't preach on it. He said, I just preach the gospel. I said, well, what is the gospel? The gospel is the good news. Amen. The good news of what? Death, burial, and resurrection. Death, burial, and resurrection. Amen. Ascended. Amen. Standing there right now making intercession for you Amen. and me. Amen. What's the purpose? In Him making intercession for you and me if we're not going to tell the world about it. Amen. For whosoever believes in Him shall not be ashamed. Amen, brother. Larry posts something every day I see on his Facebook page. Every day. Every day. Tell somebody about Jesus Christ. Amen. Every day. To a lot of people that may get... I mean, why does he post this every day? Why don't you do it? Because the Holy Ghost told me to. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Amen. I'm not questioning. I know why. Because every day I hit like. God every time he posts it, I hit like. It, because that's our purpose. Our purpose is not to come up here and fill these pews up. Our purpose is not to come here and tickle somebody's ear and make them come to church and feel good in their sin. And sit them out on the way to the Because we don't have no backbones. Amen. Preach it, brother. Amen. 
Amen, preacher. Praise the Lord. Amen. I was raised in the 70s in church, in holiness church. Blessing, Lord. Blessing, Lord. So I'm a believer in holiness. Amen. We are. And I ain't talking about the clothes, and I'm not talking about the no makeup and the dresses that drag the ground either. I'm talking about living right. Baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about Amen. when you go out into the world, you don't look like something to come out of a club. Amen. You go out into the world, they look at you, they should see a reflection of your heavenly Father. If they don't, guess what? I ain't got it. Amen. Amen. The things that I do now is not the things that I used to do. Why? Amen. Because the Bible says if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Amen. Or a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Amen. Amen. That man don't live here anymore. People come to you. We used to sing a song called The Old Man is Dead. Amen. And they come to you and they say, where's, where's so-and-so? He don't live here anymore. He's dead. That old man's gone. I'm a new man in Christ. All the clothes I got on might look the same. I might have the same old name, but you're looking on the outside. On the inside of me is a new man. Amen. 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 I had a vision, you know, one time, and I was talking to somebody about this. There's a man by the name of T.D. Hale, and I'm sure he won't mind me telling this. He's not from around here. He's from Ohio. And he's a prophetic. I call him a visionary because, man, God shows him stuff. He, he, he says, uh, God shows him things, man. And I'm just sitting there and, and I'm like, what, what, what's God going to show him next? Because there have been so many things that God showed him concerning the end of times. John Kilpatrick. I don't know if you've ever heard of John Kilpatrick. He was the pastor of the church down there in Pensacola, Florida. Amen. Had the big revival on Father's Day back in the 90s that went on for years. Over a million people over a period of five or six years gave their life to God from all over the world. John Kilpatrick has had visions about a, an earthquake splitting America right down the middle. He's had vivid visions of it. I got them broke down, but I'm not going to read them. But T.D. Hale... T.D. Hale had a vision of America. And, and I wrote this because I wanted to share this with the people. Like I said, I read a lot. I study a lot. He had a vision of America from an aerial view. And in his vision, he saw what we would call a big hand stamper. You know how like, like yes. a, I was a notary for years. You take that stamper and you stamp yes. Your, yes. your seal on it. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm just going to paraphrase this dream. He had a vision. And in his vision, he was up in the air looking down on, the, on the, the United States of America. He said, I could see the names wasn't written on the states. He said, but I knew where each state was at. Mm-hmm. He said, and one wasn't one state in particular that this happened to. It was just America in general. He said, I saw a big hand as if it was coming down from heaven. And it was the size of the whole country. And it had a red, it had a hand stamper. And on that hand stamper, there was red ink dripping from it. I, I took it to be symbolic of blood dripping. Uh-huh. He said that big hand come down and stamped on the whole United States of America and pulled back up and the, and the red ink was dripping. And he said, and then I, my mind went to what it stamped. He said, when I, when I went over to look at what it had stamped on the ground, it was the word Rubicon. 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 Now, you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. What in the world? Yes. That's a Jeep vehicle, I thought, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so... He got to studying the word Rubicon, and I'm going to give you the definition of the word Rubicon. It's a bounding or limiting line, according to Webster's. It's a line that when crossed, it commits a person, commits a person not capable of being changed, or another definition, the point of no return. Amen. And it goes back to the, one of the old wars back in the earlier years of Napoleon maybe or somewhere that they said that there was a, 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 a place called the Rubicon River or a Rubicon line and they said that if you go across that line you've committed yourself and you're not going to be able to come back. He said so when I seen that word Rubicon and I seen the red ink drip and he said I took that symbolic as blood and it stamped on the whole country of America. He said I took it that God was telling me to tell the people America is about to cross a line of the point of no return. Amen. I've had people tell me that if God don't uh, deal with America, that He's going to have to wake up Sodom and Gomorrah and apologize. Deuteronomy 28, brother. 
So here we are. We're at this place in America where there's what it many, many tickle you farson. Amen. Too many people knows what that is. Blessing. That's when he says that you're waiting. He told the told the king, help him, Jesus. Was the king Nebuchadnezzar? Or? Yes. Amen. He said you've been waiting the balance and found wanting. Amen. Our country right El now, Sassy. as I'm preaching to you El by Sassy. my watch, it's one fifteen on Sunday, no, April the eleventh. And at this time in history, right now, America's being weighed in the balance. Amen. It will be found wanting, ain't they, brother? Amen. We are being weighed in the balance. Amen. Handwriting's on the wall. Amen. There is always, always. Bless him, Lord. Help him, Jesus. And I mean always payment for the penalty of disobeying God. Amen. I don't care how holy we act. I don't care how holy we speak. I don't care how much I get up here and, and holler and go hoarse and That's whatever. That's right. If God ain't in it, it's nothing. If God's not in it, I'd just assume go out there and play in the creek like we were talking about earlier. Amen. You know, we're dying in the land of plenty. Now, now get me, don't get me wrong. The church will never die. That's right. This country the is society, going to fall. This society is going to, fall, to hell. Brother. Amen. Blessing, Lord. Psalms 9, 17 says it plain. The Amen. wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget, forget God. God. Amen, brother. Amen. That's where we're headed in this country. That's right. Amen. Now what's it mean being turned into hell? It don't mean being handed over into a lake of fire. It means destruction. It means turned into a literal hell here on earth. earth. That's right. Amen. I believe that. I mean, I, I may be wrong. Too, brother. I the wicked too. shall be turned into the word hell Bless here you. one of the one of the uh, Strong's Concordance, I believe it was Strong's. It's one that has the Latin words and the Hebrew words. One hell, one of the word hell right there meant uh, torment, destruction, uh, uh-huh. upheaval. Another had. <laughs> I said, "Let you think about that. No. Chaos." No. Yeah. Amen. That's what's going to happen, brother. Yeah. God has said in His Word and proclaiming it by His preachers. Amen, exactly right. brother. Amen. Matthew 25. There were ten virgins. Mm-hmm. You know the story. Bless Him, Lord. There were ten of them. Five of them were wise and five of them were foolish. Amen. At midnight, the call was made. Behold, the bridegroom comes. Go ye forth to meet Him. Amen. All those virgins, according to the Word of God, all of them, all ten of them, got up and started trimming their lamps. Amen. And the five that was foolish realized, man, we our lamps will burn out and we don't have no oil. They didn't so, have no so oil. So we're going to go over here and vessels, hey, dude. girls, give us some of your oil because our lamps will burn out. They said, we don't have enough for both of us, so go to them that sell and buy for yourselves. The Bible says that while they went to buy oil, the bridegroom came. Mm-hmm. Preach it, brother. Amen. And them that were ready went into the marriage. Amen. And them that weren't ready come back. Let us in. Let us in. Mm-hmm. Too late. Amen. Amen. He also said, as it was in the days of Noah, Noah. so, shall, <laughs> so it shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. Amen. Amen. They were eating, when, drinking, giving it When they got in that Amen. ark and the water started coming up and the door was shut, there they come again. I Let us in. Too. It took a little bit for him to be the man that Noah was. He would have. I believe in my heart if he, if he was the only person on the planet to found grace in the eyes of the Lord. I know if he could have done it, he would open that door. That's why the God shut I believe he would. I mean, that, that's, I not, that's not Bible, but that's just my opinion. I believe that. I have a love and a compassion to help people. That's why I, I work believe. with homeless people. Mm-hmm. I deal with homeless veterans and I deal with landlords and renters and things Amen. like that. As a, That's my job. Uh-huh. And my heart to help people is just, is, is I love people. Amen. But there's some people that you can't help. That's right. Because they're content. Amen. And I've learned this. Mm-hmm. I've learned this over the years that I can't help Brother Larry if Larry don't want help. Amen. Amen. Amen, brother. I can help your church and pre- preach a God-filled, Holy Ghost fire message to you, but I can't do you any good if you're not ready to receive Amen. And I'm not saying that to you all. I'm just saying that in That's general. That's true. America is dying. Amen. Modern church is dying. Amen. It's going to take an old school, old, old fashioned Holy Ghost God washer to yeah. come down and clean this place out. Amen. Before we're ever going to get back to God. Amen. 
Amen, brother. Amen. It's time for Larry, David, and people like all of us, especially men of God, it's time for us to sound the alarm. Amen. That's right, brother. Ezekiel 33, chapter, 33rd chapter, he talks about the watchman on the wall. Amen. And that's exactly what we are. When he sees the enemy. See, I, I told you, I do a lot of reading and I watch a lot of videos, and I love old medieval type movies that tells about kings and kingdoms and things like that, Sparta and all that. And, and, and every movie that I've watched, they, every one of them are the same. They don't have the same storyline, may not even be nothing near like the other one was, but everything I've ever watched, there's always a fortress around the city. It reminded me of Jericho. When the kings and the, they they've got them, they call them a lord, and they call them a prince, a king, or what have you. But there will be a city, and I, and and all around that city will be a wall that's so thick and so high that you can walk around on it. And twenty four seven, three sixty five, there was somebody walking around on top of that wall. Watch. Yes. The watchman, the that's right. The watchman on the wall is what they're called. Mm-hmm. A lot of them didn't like doing it. They feel like they got demoted because they got put up there. But no, what? Well, what do you mean? Well, they, they, at certain stations, depending on how big the city was, at certain stations, they've got horns set up. That's right, to blow the trumpet. Some they of them will carry it with them. But if they look and they see the enemy coming, they'll sound that alarm. They'll blow that horn and everybody will man themselves for battle. Yes. That's what and the preacher And when the enemy comes in, in the, when the that enemy comes in, if these people die because the enemy overtakes them, the watchman's safe because he made the noise. He, he, he sounded the alarm. He let the people know. Amen. But if that same watchman on the wall is up there looking and he sees the enemy coming in, he's puffed because he got put on the wall. Mm-hmm. And they didn't let me, they didn't put me in as assistant pastor. <laughs> they didn't make me the head teacher. Or they, they, they didn't put me on the, on the group singing page and this block. They didn't, they didn't tag me in their post. <laughs> Jealousy. Yeah. That's right. So I ain't saying nothing. Amen. <laughs> so the Bible says that that watchman on the wall, if he don't sound the alarm and the enemy comes in and takes them people and they die in their sin, the Bible says they will die in their sin, but their blood will I require at the watchman's hand. That's right. That's right. We're People get mad at us. Larry, David, y'all can tell the story and I'm sure you can tell. People get mad at us for trying to help them. I'm sorry. If you're a man and you want to marry another man, I'm going to tell you it's wrong. If you're a woman and you want to marry another woman, I'm going to tell you hell's waiting for you. I don't care if it happens to governor. Amen. If you're born a female and you say I'm a male, there's something wrong in your head. Amen. 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 Now we're not politically correct. We're biblically correct. But we're biblically correct. Amen. We think so much, talk so much, we even talk <laughs> finish each other's sentences. The Holy Spirit. But what I'm saying, man, is we have got to do something. The church, Amen. the world is out there right now. I can drive on any Friday night or any Saturday night going towards my house in the town or in up up, up in Greenville above man. If I drive by where Pickpack is and there's a club on your left and a bar on your right, any Friday or any Saturday, there'll be at least 15, 20 or more cars sitting yes, in each club. Yes, they will. Amen. And you drive by a church house on Sunday morning and you're doing good to have three vehicles sitting there. That's right. Amen. Why is that, preacher? I'll tell you why. People are starving to death for answers. And they're not finding it in the house of God anymore. So they're going to the world to find it. Amen, Brother Eddie. Thank you. Amen. Amen. They're not finding it. Why? Because we're dying in the land of plenty. We've got to get the fire of God back in the church houses. We've got to get the preachers back on fire. Amen. We've got to get the lay members back on fire. Amen. We've got to get the, everybody from point A to point Z back on fire for God. Amen. I get so sick of hearing preachers talking about missions, missions, missions. Oh, we're sending uh-huh. so many people over to this country and that country. Well, I said, you won't even know in your own community. You got people right here that you can shoot a bow and arrow with that are dying going to hell. And you have everybody in the church, but yet you're wanting all that publicity of going overseas and doing me. I got a problem with that. Amen. I'm sorry. Amen. No, I'm not sorry. Don't apologize, brother. Amen. It makes me mad. Amen. 
And then when somebody calls their hand on it, they get an attitude. That's not God. No, it isn't. Amen. Well, that wasn't on the agenda, but that's all right. Amen. <laughs> the Holy Spirit needed to be said. I'm telling right. you right now. I posted a post a couple weeks ago. I said, if I have to get up and preach something that's false, I'll quit preaching. Amen. Amen. And I'm all for church attendance. I believe, I believe that if you have a home church, you need to support it with your time, your tithes, and your attendance. Uh-huh. You, have, you need to. Amen. I ain't a money preacher. Don't even go there. Amen. I don't ask for a penny from nobody and never will because God didn't tell me to do that. He'll provide your needs. But what I, my point is this. Amen. If you got a home church, you need to support it. That's right. Amen. Amen, But we Amen. need to have the fire of Bless. God back on the altar. Amen. We, 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 church, we need it. I mean, we got to get back to the old passes. There's no other way. Bless him, Lord. Amen. We can't be like them people says, but we said we will not walk there, and we got to walk in it. Amen. You got to find it, you got to get in it, and you got to stay in it. Amen. You got to get in that Isaiah 35 That's path. Right. No that road in Isaiah 35 talks about a way called holiness. Not, not denominational holiness, but biblical holiness. Amen. Amen. The ones that when you get up in the morning and your feet hit the ground, hell trembles because that man of God's back, he's awake again. I wonder what he's going to do today. There ain't no fear in hell when preachers put their feet on the ground anymore. Amen. Percentage-wise, but I'm telling you, there's a time. The Bible says concerning Job that 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 Satan had to come and give an account to the Lord in the presence of the Lord. And God said, have you considered my servant Job? Mm-hmm. He knew that Satan knew exactly who Job was because he, he's, he's, he had his head on his heel. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, his head was under Job's heel. Yeah, he said, right. does Job fear you for not? Put a hedge about him. He said, yeah. Amen. Take all that away from him and watch what he does. God said, no, he won't. Amen. And I'm not going to go into that story, but that's my point. Yeah. Satan knew who Job was. Because he was a threat Does to the Satan kingdom of darkness. Who you are? Does he look at you as a threat? People are. You say Satan or Lucifer or the devil. Now people are terrified. I remember was at a church service one time and somebody said, "Don't go back there in the back of that Jesus that back room." So the devil's tearing up Jack back there. I was like, "What are you talking about?" And you could. You could sit there. I was telling my wife about this yesterday. You could literally sit there in the hallway of that church and in that back room, way back in the back, where they kept the kitchen tables and stuff. You could hear like. Four or five people was in there throwing chairs and just tearing the place up. Mm-hmm. They said, don't go back there, Eddie. The devil's tearing up Jack. And I said, well, I ain't afraid of no devil. Amen. So I went walking back there and flung that door open and there wasn't a chair going out of place nowhere. And that's a true story. And I'm sitting there thinking, you got power over the devil. That's right. You got the blood of Jesus supplied to your life. You, you've been fire baptized and Holy Ghost filled. Amen. You got authority Amen. and power. Over all power of the enemy. That's and the Bible right. says that nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's right. Amen. Amen. We're one, too many people living beneath our privileges. Man, I'm, I'm rattling bulls. I could no, go on go all ahead, day. Brother. Go but ahead. we are living Amen. beneath our privileges. Amen. It's like walking around with a nuclear a nuclear bomb in your pocket and scared to death because somebody comes up and shoots a BB gun at you. Uh-huh. You know, we, we got power over this day. Amen. Amen. You know the power and authority is in Amen. each and every believer to walk out here and proclaim the name of the Lord. Jesus Christ. And things change. You Amen. know that you have the power and the ability in you to change a situation when you walk into the room. Amen. How many family get-togethers have you been to? I don't know if this is even for anybody. My family is so good. It ain't my family. But how many times have you walked into a, a room and everybody's getting along with this one person comes in? That's been preached here before. One person comes in and the whole atmosphere changes. Yes. Amen. Now, on the complete other side of the spectrum, how many times have you been in a room and they've been turning over and all this and that, and one person walk in the room and lock the room up? Uh-huh. I've seen it. Amen. Blessing. You have the power and the anointing in you to walk into a situation and say, Peace. People will look at you. People watch your life. And I'm going to tell you, people that know you on a daily basis is the ones that's going to either have the confidence in you or can't stand you. 
That's why I say, when I leave this church here, if you see me at Walmart and you want to pray, we'll pray right there at Walmart. You leave this church, you you uh, you want to meet somewhere and talk, I'm the same person here and I thank God for that. My heart is with people. My heart is with you. I'll come in here and preach to 10 or 15 just like it was a thousand sitting out here. Why? Because God is in the midst with two or three together, together in His name. I'm going to read this and then I'll get out of the way. And this is a story that I heard back in 2014, 13, somewhere. And it's a story about a frog. And I read that and I thought, man, that's... And then God started speaking to me. He says, if you take none, and this is a fact. You can try this. I don't, I don't want to say go kill a frog, but you, I've, never, I've never done it. But... Some people like frog legs, bro. Well, I mean, that's, that's a different story. <laughs> but this is a true story, and it, and, and it really is powerful. He says, if you take a live, healthy frog and you threw it into a pot of boiling water, he would immediately jump out to save himself because the water's hot. Save himself from sure death. If, however, you took that same live, healthy frog and you placed it in a large pot of cool water, he'd be content. He says that if you then put the pot on the top of your stove and you turn the burner on very low, the frog would still be content. Yes. Never feeling the heat rising from beneath him. As the water slowly rises in temperature, the frog doesn't even notice it. He simply adapts to his environment, not even noticing the gradual rise in temperature. By the time he does notice it, he has no strength left. He's completely lethargic or paralyzed. And as the heat rises, it's too late to do anything about it, and the frog just lays there until he dies. Now, this is what I wrote down, and God told me to write this down because when I read that story, I thought, man, that's powerful. God spoke to me plain and said these words. He said, if preachers 20 years ago would have preached the way modern churches, modern preachers preach, the church would have jumped out of the pot. We're dying. We're dying in a land of plenty. And I don't care if it hair lips the governor. I will tell this to, I would stand in Washington, D.C. and say it. This country's dying. Yes, it is. The greatest country on the planet. The greatest country in the world as far as I'm concerned. We're blessed. We're blessed to live here because you think you got it bad until you go looking at some other other countries. We're fortunate to live in the country that we live in, but at the same time, this country has forgot God. And in, the, in forgetting God, God's not going to bless over sin. There's going to come a time when God's going to withdraw Himself. Amen. Amen. He's a God that. of judgment too. Not just love. Amen. Back when our, I ain't going to mention no names, but when our former president was president, tried to do what was right. If you like him or if you hate him, that's not my business. But he did have morals. He did interfere with the churches. No, he was, he was, for, the, he was for the church. He was for yeah. veterans. And I know I didn't like his attitude sometimes, but... And I'm not political, so I'm not going to get up here in the pulpit and get into politics. But I'm just telling you right now, if we don't turn back to God, it's going to get worse. It was almost like it was a time of repentance. God gave the mm-hmm. opportunity, brother, for this, for this country to, to repent. He gave the opportunity there. And uh, now, look where we're at. Look where we're at. Amen. Church, I love you. I'm finished, but I'm going to tell you, I, I really... I want to thank you for the opportunity to come up here. I thank Brother Larry. It's always a blessing to see Brother David. I love him like a a dad. Me and his son was like brothers, so I guess he he was my dad. (laughs) 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 Hey, you got to see Ricky in forever. (laughs) Work and life catches up with you, man, and you just get a loose track of time and move to a different place. And it's just, but church, I love you. And uh, when you pray, you remember Brother Eddie. And let's pray that the Holy Ghost. Invasion comes sweeping out of this holler. Starting right here in this church. I believe the hearts and minds of the people in this church are ready for an outpouring of God. Yes, we are. And I'm telling you right now, I've said this. Praise the Lord. My God, I feel this loud. I feel the Holy Ghost too. Praise the Lord. I feel this. Amen. Praise the Lord. God spoke to me and I really feel this. I feel it was God. Good, brother. Amen. He said, everybody's looking for a big wave of revival. 
Amen. He said, but it's not going to come from somewhere where they're, they're going to get the glory. Amen. It's going to be in a little church house that nobody's expecting it. Thank you, Jesus. And then all of a sudden, the power Amen. of God's going to flow. People are going to come driving by across this creek and wonder what's going on over there. Praise the Lord. They're going to come and see Amen. what's going on. And the increase is coming. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. My God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I didn't know it was going to say Amen. this. I'm telling you right now. Thank you, Jesus. Say Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. Amen. God is saying Lord. to you right now. Amen. Get your heart Amen. right. Praise Keep your hearts right. Amen. Make sure that you Praise know that everything's okay with God. Amen. And then I'm going to step on the Praise scene and say it to the Lord. Thank you, Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. I love you, church. Get Praise Jesus a hand clap this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Praise the Lord. Ah, Here, let me give it a hug. Praise the Lord. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. If you didn't feel that word right there, amen, you need to hit an altar and pray it right down. Amen. There was, there you are. There's a word of prophecy right there. Amen. People wanted to learn against the God. They wanted to die baptism with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Listen, my God's the same God, and the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When we seek God and we get earnest and not lift ourselves up, but the name of Jesus Christ, we'll see God move. Amen. Praise the Lord. I felt that from the brother. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's what I come to church to do. Amen. To feel God moving. Most of all to see someone saved. But when you feel that spirit, that spirit getting stirred up. Amen. When that's sitting there. Amen. People's being obedient to God. And letting God work. Amen. He'll do far above beyond anything that we could ever expect or want. Amen. You know, the brother didn't know this. I'm going to say this. You know, everything had went. God had said, this whole service, the Holy Spirit went with Brother David, with me, and the testimonies went right in with the message. It all went in together. Brother, before church began, I went down to a man in the community because his son or grandson was riding his little scooter around in the parking lot. And all I did was go to ask, when we have church, we have cars in the parking lot, could you please, you know, respect that he don't hit or ding one of the cars? Man came out cussing at me this morning. You're talking about peace. You talk about what you preached, brother. He came out cussing me and everything. But before it was all over, brother, you know what? The peace of Jesus Christ came upon me. I was able, not me, but the Holy Ghost, to invite him out to church. Amen. Tell him the church time to tell him that I love him. Amen. And you know what? The Holy Spirit came down and there was peace. You didn't know that. But the Holy Ghost knew it. That's right. Amen. That's what you call being led by the Holy Ghost. That's what you call about going by things by a form of a doctrine or what man says. Amen. There's no way you could have known it. No way. I didn't even mention it to you. But the Holy Ghost knew it. Amen. That's what I was talking about when people's talking about the church and everything. I know we're a lot in the community. Amen. But the devil's sitting out and battling like that. Oh, there's a blessing coming from yes, God. There is. There's yeah. a blessing, amen. And all we got to do is be like the children of Israel when Moses said, Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still, church, and see the salvation of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You didn't know it, brother. But God knew it. God knew it. There's a confirmation. That's how God works, amen. That's when you know God's in it. 
Hey, let me tell you, there's nothing hid from His sight. Amen. And the preacher got exactly on what happened without me even to mention it to him. Brother David didn't know until I talked over David when he started talking. Wow. Amen. God gave the search of word today. Yes. Amen. You think about it. Wasn't it good to feel the Holy Ghost? Amen. I mean, I can feel the Holy Ghost in my room. That's not what I'm saying. But when you see when the bride comes together, yeah. amen, and there's a witness from God, amen. When He comes down in that peace, He speaks to us. Just like we was talking when those apostles, amen, were praying for their life, wasn't they, amen. Thought Jesus was dead and they were going to be arrested too. What happened? Christ spoke up. He showed up, amen, and said, peace. 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 Amen. Do you have that peace? Amen. Do you have that peace that when a man sat there and get ready to smoke this with you, as we used to say? <laughs> Amen. Do you have that peace of God where the Holy Spirit can come upon you? Amen. Because I'm going to tell you, the man I used to be, I wouldn't have cared one bit <laughs> to roll with. No, I'm just being true. There's that new creation. That's that new creature. But praise God for the Holy Ghost. And let me tell you, as I said, there is a baptism with the Holy Ghost. Amen. You can have it. Amen. You can get closer to God. I'm not saying, amen, that people ain't Christians that ain't went to the altar and they prayed and they've saved it. And amen. They may be, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying there's a closer walk. And I know we may have people that say and condemn us because we preach that. But as the brother said, when you preach the true gospel and you preach the truth, Amen. The world's going to fight against you. But the brother gave a prophecy here. The same prophecy. Actually, when I said, I prayed to God. And I said, God, I asked him, I said, Lord, bless the church. Not for me, amen. But let the church grow, Lord. Let us all seek the Lord. God told me, he's got this. God's got this. But we have to be filled. We have to seek God. And it's all got to be about Jesus Christ. Brother Andy, I'm having you back, brother. Amen. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know what? People sit there and they say, well, a preacher, look, Brother Larry, you sit there and they call it hacking preaching. They mean, you know, when you, that's just the way the Holy Spirit comes upon them. But the Holy, that doesn't make one a preacher or not a preacher. Amen. God can give man a word to where he's sitting there easily understood. Amen. The Spirit of God operates in different ways, don't it? Amen. You know, there may be a time where I get up and preach, but I'll say, and preach like Brother Eddie did. That don't make him no less than a preacher because that make, because God manifests. Amen. How God chooses to manifest, but still what? The same spirit. Yeah. Amen. I really enjoy that. Yeah. I really enjoy that. Anybody got anything else to say?